0: Log TALK RADIO
1: When the opponent expands, I contract. When he contracts, I expand. And when there is an opportunity,
2: I do not hit. It hits all by
3: itself. Now, you must remember, the enemy has only images and illusions behind which he hides his true motives. Destroy the image and he will break the enemy.
0: You're traveling to another radio show, a broadcast not only of sight and sound, but of mind, mind, a journey into the wondrous land whose boundaries are that of the imagination, That's the on-air sign up ahead. Your next stop, AfroNerd Radio, with your guides, D-Bird, Captain Kirk, and on Grindhouse Saturdays, the uncanny Daryl D, and introducing West Coast Correspondent, Ms. Claire Linné. Mind Expansion, Engage.
4: people we're back this is the grindhouse but i'm pretty sure you knew that the call-in number remains ever a constant 646-915-9620 again 646-915-9620 i actually had a chance to get a little bit of sleep i happened to check out wonder woman a midnight showing i did it just in time because i had some things to do as far as errands and getting getting the show together and uh, I just didn't really want to miss it, and I have to confess that it appears. Well, you know what? I don't want to be. Too, I don't want to say things too quickly. Maybe Warner Brothers slash DC has has corrected the ship. Maybe, but it's only one one movie. But it's off to a good start. 96 um, percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so that does seem to mean something. Anyway, folks, you know how this goes. I have my uh, Ever constant, ever stalwart crew in full effect. Our own Afro nerd starship crew. Uh, the captain, Captain James T. Kirk. We have the left coast correspondent, Claire Lene, and of course, the uncanny Darryl B. Let's go to an herbalt groove, shall we? It's what we do. A chief component of our own enterprise deals with black rock and roll, progressive hip-hop, Psychedelic soul. Just everything that conventional radio absolutely refuses to play. So without further ado, let's go to one of my favorite rock bands, Bad Brains, Overdub, Overdub. We'll be right back, folks. folks this is the grindhouse let's get into it captain you're needed in engineering of all places let's get to it
3: big barter and supergirl front and center let's
4: go (laughs) well you know they're working on that (laughs) maybe not that specifically no, you know, I'm getting my, I'm getting my, uh, I'm getting my Universal. houses.
0: Mixed.
4: Yeah, I'm getting my universes and my houses mixed up. Marvel mm-hmm. slash Sony is working on that, so we shall see. It, it, being that this is this is appears to be a a highly successful female helmed movie, now we're going to get a lot more of these kind of films. Now, will we see that when T'Challa comes through slash Afro nerd? Because I'll be in shape by 2018 I'm, I'm practically there now With my special Wakandan herbs and such Anyway You know this gentleman He's not that dissimilar from the mighty Mary Bowser I'm going to do the afternoon thing I'm going to embrace, embrace the cogitation Shout out to uh, Our stalwart supporter Q Storm Mary Bowser was a Union spy Who was able to infiltrate Jefferson Davis, who was the president of the Confederacy, because he, he believed her to be uh, a, a quote-unquote, quote in his eyes, typical ignorant slave. Mind you, she had a genius-level intellect and had an eidetic memory. So she, they would say all kinds of things in her company thinking she didn't know what was going on. Mind you, she had a near computer mind, Mary Bowser. So, our own Mary Bowser, male version, of course. Uh, he is, he does have an eidetic memory for sports and comic book stuff. A lot of props to this man. He is the uncanny Daryl B.
5: Uh, congratulations to Real Madrid for winning the Champions League. But you know what? This, this is Afro Nerd. We're going to get real geeky in a second. Yes.
4: All right. Uh, Claire, I think, is coming up. I wouldn't be surprised if she has something to say. I don't think she got a chance to check out Wonder Woman yet. Uh, so, anyway, the first week we're not going to go into really spoiler-type spoiler, spoiler type stuff. But um, we're going to have to talk about some things. All right. Um, while we're waiting for her, let's just get into this thing. It's a lot to discuss, folks. You can join in. I see our friends, q um, also. I'll bring them in in two seconds. 646-915-9620. Again, six four six nine one five ninety six twenty. Uh, 9620 Patty Jenkins is Wonder Woman. Daryl, your opinion? I
5: loved it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. And it's the movie I said, this is the one that DC should put all its chips into. Warner Brothers, all your chips into. Why? Because this is the one that... The, the demographic that's been moving the needle, women have been waiting for. If you make this a quality movie, they will boost the hell out of this movie. And everybody, everybody got Twitter, right? You've seen the female reaction. How many females have you said, seen hate this movie, or women hate this movie, or girls, teenagers hate this movie? Yeah, what less than one percent? <laughs> I mean, they, they, they adore this movie. And as, as I say that, I'm not saying the movie's perfect. By no means is the movie perfect. I mean, so I, and my major gripe maybe not the major gripe that a lot of other people have. All right? I, I've, I've been a Wonder Woman fan. I've followed the, some, some runs. But specifically, I have followed the Greg Rucker run. The George Perez run and the Gail Simone run. Of those, when the credits are rolling, who are you thanking? They thanked Rucker. They thanked Perez. Hello, if you're going to use Gail Simone stuff in your movie, I think you should thank her. Really, I really think She should have been thanked during this one That's my That that alone took a point off Of this movie for me <laughs> Because I, I counted At least four scenes That are specifically off of Simone's run And folks, I recommend Wonder Woman The Circle And Wonder Woman Ends of the Earth For the two scenes I'm talking about I can't get into the scenes Because um, uh, Claire hasn't seen the movie yet. I'm trying to be vague about it, all right? But there's at least two major scenes that have been lifted off of Gail Simone's books. But I digress. I digress. That's a technical thing. As I told you folks during the Guardians of the Galaxy 2, when I listed that as my favorite movie, I go like, this is where my biases come in. And honestly, if you use a scene or a couple of scenes from an author— in, in your movie, that needs to be listed. And that goes to, I don't know who put the credits together, but that that needs to be adjusted. But, to the movie, Godot did a good job. Pine did a good job. Miss Davis as, as Etta Candy did a good job. The actor playing um, the actor playing um, Aries, that was great. I loved that. I, I, again, I can't get into that because that spoils part of the movie. But I first, uh, give Jenkins credit for leading the, the fans one way and then pulling the rug out from under them. I will say it like that. I won't say specifically what thing. But the guy who stole this movie for me. And it, it's similar to um, what Pena did in Ant-Man was uh, Sach Tajamuchi, and I know I just killed his name, I'm sorry, sir, but him as the wheeler dealer, fast talker, his scenes with Gal Gadot were great in this. Great. I, I I was laughing. I was tearing up. And, and you could see Pine during the movie as the scenes are happening, trying to hold back, just breaking character and laughing. Now, I've heard from other places, men ripping the movie saying, oh, it's a ripoff of Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah, but, listen, Captain America the First Avenger did its job by creating a foundation for Captain America leading up into current day, all right? For once, it is a good thing, No, it's a great thing if DC ripped off part of First Avenger to set up Wonder Woman. Why? They established the character, they established her failings. And they established her foundation. So now you could build on this from here. All right? Uh, you guys could look at the negative, but I'm looking at the positive for it. All right? And and as, as that's being said, I referred to a couple of friends on Twitter today. I told them I couldn't help listening to some of the backwards bashing on the movie by thinking about the Cat Williams line. About... Guys been craving good S. They want good S. But when good S happens to them, they they hate on good S. Being well, you guys could figure it out. All right. If you look at the pictures being put up by Amy Radcliffe, by by Susan Eisenberg, by Tamara Taylor, by by Gail Simone. By Nicola Scott, by any girl on Twitter, you will see why this movie was needed. All right? I'm not even going, I'm not even talking about in the bigger aspect of, oh, the Justice League universe and Batman and no, I'm talking about for females specifically. This movie wasn't pandering. This movie, this movie wasn't stereotypical in a fashion. This was the strong, intelligent female hero, lead, lead, I emphasize lead, that women have been waiting for since the comic book revolution started in the movie theaters. Guys, you could settle down and take a breath. The women have their moment here. You know, it, you you could get, you could be all mansplaining, you could be all but hurt, you could be all I'm offended at the. No. Princess Diana is in charge. Sit back and enjoy. Don't worry. There's going to be a lot of stuff for us to be critical about. There's a lot of stuff that we're going to need to see how they follow up on. But D.C., Warner Brothers, bravo. Patty Jenkins, great job. This was a great start. Back to you, nerd. All
4: right. Uh, let's go to the captain, and then we'll bring in Q Storm.
3: Well, I have to say job well done with D.C. with this movie. Job well done. And, you know, we have to understand the intellectual property for Wonder Woman is huge. It's not as big as Superman and Batman, but there's going to be some toys and some dolls selling after this movie for sure. (laughs) Definitely. And since she's been around in the comic books since 1941, you know, so it's been some time and some energy built up in the mythos. Now, that being said, it's something I always say. You put to bed controversy a lot of times, not all the time, a lot of times, not all the time, when you perform. When, when I was young and I played sports, and the coach, the coaches, whether it was basketball or football, and they, and they would say this to me. they say, listen, if you don't listen to us, you know, we're going to pull you out of the game. But then I said to them, what if I make the play, though? You're making plays, no one's going to tell you anything. There you go. That's the type of person I was like, hey, you're not on the field. I'm going to make the call right here. Picked off. Or, you know, score the point. Basketball, layup, steal. They look at you a little funny, but I made a play. Wonder Woman made a play here. So all that stuff, all that talk that everyone was talking, whether it's Israeli, whether it's a woman agenda, whether it's the, no, the movie was good, shut your mouth, sit down. And you just ride with it. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I, I think in the movie they could have used her battle music a little bit more. Because that music was very well done. Her battle music. You have to see the movie to understand what I'm talking about. I don't have any complaints here. I've heard some. Well, then again, let's add this. In. I've heard some people say, well, it was the best movie they've ever seen. i was like, "Yeah, was Easy, easy. All right? Let's put, let's put, let's put it in perspective. Was it, according to the captain now, this is going according to me, you may have your own opinion. Was it better than The Last Dark Knight? Nope. Was it better than the installment before that with, you know, the Joker? No. Was it better than Superman 1? reason why that's with Christopher Reeves. The reason why that was so good is because they actually captured Superman correctly in that, you know, with his light. So that, that, that's, you know, no. Was it better than Avengers 1? No. But this was a good movie. All right? It's a good movie. It's a very well-done movie. And there's also aspects within the movie that are actually, you know, inspiring. You know? And that's hard to do. A lot of times you just get action. like, hey, that, that was good. Okay, that was good. But there's, some, a little, there's a little bit of emotionalism going on in there. You actually feel somewhat for Wonder Woman. So that's good. And that's very hard to achieve. Now, <clears throat> that, that being said, you know, DC has beat Marvel to the punch. Now, we could talk about, oh, they're just putting out movies. No, 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 no. no. It, 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 there's a competition going on. Whether it's created by the geeks slash nerds or it's created by the CEOs of these different companies themselves, there's a competition going on with us. They've beat Marvel to the punch. Blah! Hold that. Eye jammy. As far as the woman is concerned, Marvel You know, Marvel's had DC pinned down stomping on their face (laughs) and everything going on. Got up off the ground gave you an eye jab. Kind of like, you know, uh, when uh, we were watching Rocky, when uh, Sylvester Stallone was fighting against the Russian, and then he finally finally wounded him. And he said, you see, you see, he's just a man. (laughs) So, I think DC should go forward with doing some more of these properties, as far as the woman is concerned. And at the top of the show, I spoke about Wonder Woman, and I also spoke about Big Barda. You have to check New Gods Mythos, according to the Mythos. Big Barter Barda, was able to fight Wonder Woman to a standstill. That's according to the Mythos. And we use Supergirl. You know, There was three. You know, three of them team up and fight some. Uh, Fight some villain, you figure it out. Nothing too crazy, don't overthink it. And use the same Supergirl from the T V series, which you're not gonna do. You understand? Which you're not gonna do, you're not gonna do it. And there you go. Supergirl crosses over into that universe via some, you know, teleportation or whatever thing whatever, whatever, you figure it out. That's something I would want to see. Don't bring me these lesser characters that, you know, And say, oh, it didn't work because... Yeah, because those characters are whack. Those are three good characters going forward. So, DC, I'm putting you under orders. Big Brother, Wonder Woman, and Supergirl. Let's go. Job well done on this movie. Back over to you, Apple Nerd.
4: All right. Let me bring in Q Storm from the PodcastJuice.net website. Q, what's up, man? How are things?
1: I'm, it's good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, so I'm like um, Kathy Griffin and Bill Maher. I'm going to say what I think, and I'm not going to apologize for it. <laughs> <Go ahead>. Um <laughs> So <clears throat> the biggest takeaway, the biggest positive of this film, for me the only major positive, was that I was one of the loudest detractors of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I can honestly say that I was wrong. Uh, She acquitted herself marvelously in the role. Uh, She still wouldn't be my first choice for the physicality, but there's something about her performance that she just won me over. Not so much the character, but the actress herself won me over, and I... Gave in to her as Wonder Woman. So I applaud her for that. Outside of that, <clears throat> I I just thought this movie was mediocre at best. It had To me, it had the same beats as Captain America First Avenger, and I apologize. I did not find that film very enjoyable. I thought <clears throat> the, the the myriad of villains in this movie were weak. Their um, their motivations did not make any sense to me. I thought the story was very weak. Uh, but getting back to Gal Gadot, I think her, her fight scenes up until the end, because I thought the end was just uh, much like the Doomsday fight at the end of BVS. <clears throat> I thought it was just a loud pyrotechnic CGI orgy, which left me numb. But I thought her hand-to-hand combat scenes dope. So I applaud Gail Gadot, and I, she, she put me in my place. And it's to the point where, where DC has messed up so much. I don't want to see her in a Justice League film. I want to see her in another solo film in the present day because I think she showed me something like I want to see more about her. So that's all the good stuff, other than what I said about the, the villains and the story was weak. Um, The one thing I came back to And I'm not going to spoil anything Time and time again It made me wonder Was this movie actually directed by a woman? Why do I say that? One Wonder Woman for the majority of the film Had to share screen time With Steve Trevor and his Howling Commandos I I mean uh, Steve Trevor He, He was in this movie way too much For it to be a Wonder Woman movie Two, what is the common denominator in most female hero films that we've seen, including the Supergirl pilot on on uh, on ABC? It was on ABC. They actually put a clothing montage in here where she's dressing up in different outfits, and we have Lucy Davis's character saying, "Oh, you look splendid in that. Oh, you look marvelous in that. Are you kidding me?" Three. There was a gratuitous scene, one of the most gratuitous scenes I've ever seen in a film, That I'm not going to spoil it. It made me almost want to get up and leave the theater. I'm like, oh, we're doing this? Really? And I can't say anything more about that. It happens, like, towards the end of the first act. Uh, the last thing I'll say is the, the bookends on this film where we go from present day, then we go into the past, and then we go back to present day, They didn't need to do that. What they should have done, and D.C. has not learned, that should have been a post-credit scene where we tie the film to the present day. So that is my – I don't know if you want to break it down anymore, but that is my elevator pitch review of this film.
4: All right. Let me give you my opinion. Again, folks, if you haven't guessed it, this is the Grindhouse edition of our podcast, 646-915-9620. Six four six nine one five nine six two zero six two zero. Pardon me. If you'd like to join in on the discourse, discussing whatever, but right now we're on the Wonder Woman debut. Um, feel free to do so. Okay. Um, well, again, I, I might have made the mistake of seeing this thing at twelve a.m., just like I did did when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy a few weeks ago. I saw that late night, but this time I was up for the majority of the film. And I have to confess that I, I really did enjoy it as far as the visual experience. I thought that it was very expansive. Now this, this movie costs a little bit under 150 million dollars allegedly. That's you know that's probably a great deal of other ancillary millions I'm not even thinking of, if you think about um, the cost of, of advertising and so forth. Anyway, we're being told 149 million. It's at around eighty-six million right now, and again, there's Saturday and there's tomorrow. So, I thought initially they, they were thinking if it did over sixty million, that would be considered successful. So, if we see close to a hundred million for Wonder Woman, it's off to the races. So, I'm very glad for that. And, mind you, longtime listeners of our show, they know we give a lot of props to Marvel Comics, to Marvel Entertainment. And it comes off as if we are exclusive Marvel fanboys. I can speak for the crew, uh, of course, Clay A and, and the gang, everyone. And we're not exclusively Marvel people. Uh, we just want, we're actually rooting for DC, and we were, we were there to see B versus S, and I'm not going to go into that. But uh, we want Warner Brothers to produce a good product. It took them, it took them a while, but like Donald Trump, I hate to bring, it, bring him up all the time, but for, the, for the, the sake of this analogy, like Donald Trump, if you can speak a sentence or stand upright for about five minutes, it's you did a good job. <laughs> if, you, if you show your, your, your potty train for about a minute, you'll get accolades. So I, I don't want to give people the impression that Wonder Woman is like Trump in that way, but I was just happy to see a cohesive story. For the most part, it went from A to Z, and that's all you needed to do. Um, I thought there, was, there were parts that were highly detailed to me that I thought were important, that I actually liked. When it got into the Amazonian mythology, the look of the mascara, I thought that was pretty good. Um, we saw uh, Robin Wright, who did a phenomenal job as her mentor. Uh, there was a mentioning, a heads up, and I saw that uh, that Daryl mentioned that some of the folks, like the Greg Ruckers, the George Perez's, the Linda Carters, they were given shout outs, uh, shout outs after the uh, the end credits. I thought there was going to be an end credits, Daryl. No end credits. I mean, I guess they can't they can't like channel Marvel so much. But what was that about? I thought there was some an end credit scene. Well, I, I I was waiting for
5: it, and nothing showed up. So I was like. Okay, well, I mean, that, uh, again, that that goes in with the the Logan too. You know, you have this great movie, uh, build upon your momentum, give us a give it, you know, tantalize it, set up Justice League, uh, tantalize it, set up uh, new threats, tantalize. You know, you, it, it, it goes back to my my thinking how much they they lack support of this film. They went, okay, we're making a Wonder Woman film, just it instead of no, we're making a wonder woman film it's part of a greater whole
3: well here's here's the thing they set up the justice league already and this is what uh q storm was talking about in the beginning it was, it was if, you, you, if you're paying attention it's somewhat set up you know from the beginning and that's something q storm was saying that they should have done at
4: the end of the movie yeah but you know I think what they're doing actually is that I think maybe every other film they'll do an after credit scene. They're not going to be uh, chained to that like that that's really such a marvel such a marvel branding thing at this point now. I mean it, it would be uh heresy not to see an after credit scene for a marvel production. so I guess and th- these guys are so calculating instead of just doing doing what they want to do, you know if you want to do that, then do it. But it, I think they're so calculating when it comes down to this competition with Marvel that they're just going to do it every once in a while. So I suspect the next DC property, you will probably see some kind of – you will see, probably see some kind of after credit scene. But this time we're gonna, they're going to say, well, we're not going to do it this time. That's all. That's all. That's just being willy-nilly. But anyway, I appreciated the film. Um, there were some things that I thought were a little bit ha- hammy. The fight scene with Ares was a little over the top. It got into, I think, uh, Q Storm admission. It got into a little bit of the over the top B versus S thing. It, it threw me off a little. It threw me off a little bit. I mean, it was really overpowered. And also, like her power set, we didn't really see her power set. It, it went from like zero to a hundred. Like it, initially, you didn't really see how power she, powerful she was until she she basically. Uh, led the invasion into that village, and then you started you started seeing how you know she's bowling over tanks and things. So I thought, okay, we're getting kind of a subtle a subtle uh, idea of how strong she is. You know, when she was in London, we saw her doing some kick assery that was pretty fly. But then it, it was kind of a it was kind of a slow build up to how, just how strong she was. Maybe it was the disclosure that she was a demigod. And then things started cooking. I don't know. I don't know. But for the most part, I thought it was a solid film. I thought that DC needed a film that just made some sense. I was appreciative of that. And I thought that it looked good. And I have to concur with, with Q, that I really wasn't a supporter of Gal Gadot. But when I saw her on screen, and she looked, you know, she was, you could tell she was tall. She was taller than some of the guys and some of the, some of the actors. And uh, her physical prowess seemed to be coming around. Like, okay, she looks the part. I felt more comfortable with her kind of uh, moving and throwing around. Like, if she was five two doing that, i was say, okay, you got to get out of here. But the fact is, she, I felt more comfortable. Like, okay, she's kind of showing herself. And she's not hard on the eyes, I'm going to tell you. I'm a reptilian. Damn that. I thought she was hot. Look at her, her visually, her face. I like, oh, <laughs> falling in love. <laughs> so she's she's all right. So, um, solid effort, room for improvement, but I'm just happy that DC has something, something to something to kind of grab a hold of. Now, going forward, you could all you can do is go up. And I and I I have to confess also. And looking, I don't know I don't know how everyone else on the panel feels. I'm gonna to go to, to Daryl on this quickly and then I'm gonna to go to a group and gonna come back and discuss one wonder, wonder woman for a different aspect. I, I felt I felt the ghost of Black Panther looking at that. Meaning listeners saying, Ah, oh, what is this guy never to talk, talk about Black Panther? But it's a protected class IP. It's it's the time for for women to to kind of shine, obviously and we're we're being told listen this is this is um what Marvel has been critiqued for with diversity, so now we're seeing a diversity move this time with gender, and you know we're, we're we're in a time where you have a woman directing a woman's movie when I'm looking at this thing i I could kind of I could get into the empowerment thing i could i could like like captain was talking about you could feel the energy with the gender and Women kind of moving forward, and all I can think of, okay, I kind of feel like Black Panther has to tap into this same kind of thing. Did any? Is it, was it just me, or did you kind of feel that way? Like this is like okay, this is the first of of the diversity heroes coming out. Daryl, did you? Was it just me, or, or what? No,
5: it's, it's it's a good point, and 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 you know what 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 drove it home. I I don't know if Cap heard these people because I think we hit a practically the same showing, but I had uh, uh, a couple of people behind me who were nonstop talking during the film. All right, I I hate that with a passion, but I I've come to expect it. You know, no problem. The women behind these. Uh, Two dudes and one woman who obviously came to see it and didn't know nothing about her, the the old women behind them shut them up. Went, you ain't ruining this experience for me. I've waited
4: years for this.
5: And I wanted to clap, but, you know, I'm trying to be in the movie, but at the same time, I'm like... If you if you're not understanding what this means to women of a certain age, you know that that's it right there. You know, a a long time coming. Now for us on our end, when Black Panther comes out, we got to do the damn thing. The women did the damn thing. We got to do it now as a people. Back to you, Afro nerd.
4: Uh, Q. I'm curious. any thoughts about that? Did you get a sense of kind of the diversity initiative and just just kind of? I just felt something about Wonder Woman that Black Panthers kind of has to kind of hit the same beats in some way. Uh,
1: <clears throat> you know, I've tried to I've tried to divorce myself of all of the politics. Of course, I I appreciate it uh, and I respect that. You know, women are going to flock to this film and it is an important film, but <clears throat> I, to me that, that that I don't know. Same with Black Panther, it it causes the film to bear undue weight. Agreed. I just want to go sit down and I wanna relish the fact that I can appreciate this film for being, you know, kind of like a guest who's coming to dinner for women, if you will, if that makes I don't know if that makes any sense. But at the end of the day, I want to be entertained. You know what I'm saying? And I like the fact that I'm being entertained by one of the first female heroes on screen. I guess we're all going to forget about Supergirl back in the early 80s. That's okay. But I just want to enjoy I want to enjoy the movie. Ultimately I want to enjoy the movie. I want the fact that it's the fir- a woman's uh, director and a woman hero. I want that to be almost second nature to what I'm seeing on screen. It should be. So that's that's my take on it.
4: Cap, any thoughts? Well, then we we'll go to a quick groove, two minutes.
3: Well, well as, as I said, man, you know, just show me a good movie. I didn't care about any of that. Whether it was a woman director, a Wonder Woman just happened to be a woman. I, I, you know, give me a good movie. Entertain me. This is Q says. I didn't care about any of that. When I said you felt emotion, is that not far as the women are concerned? No. I felt emotion because a way that what things that were happening in the movie. You understand? That's the reason what I was feeling, which is hard to do in most movies. You feel anything for the character, you know, that's just the bottom line. So there you go. That's all. All right.
1: Debert, hey, can I ask a quick question?
3: yeah I, sure. You don't have to
1: answer. It's a rhetorical question, but I don't think this, is, I really don't think this is a spoiler because it's been set up in Batman v. Superman, but the photo that Diana gets right. in the weekend scenes, right? Are we to assume that they did a? um, The producers did a um, Return of the Jedi effery with uh, Hayden Christensen by by putting Chris Pine in that photo because Chris Pine had not been cast in this film when that photo first appears in BVS.
5: Yep, you got it. You nailed it. Remember, in the first in the first photo, if you look at BVS, there's a space. There is oh. no Chris Pine. Yep. They they intentionally left the space, and I give Zack Snyder credit for this. All right, they left the space there, knowing that eventually the actor that was going to be uh, Steve Trevor would inhabit that space.
1: Or did are we going to see a, a flashpoint where that there photo we go. was altered? <laughs> <laughs> in the in the justice league is there going
5: to be a flashpoint where that photo was altered. Uh, well, hey, hey, if they do it right it'd be great. But just remember how how Steve Trevor was in Flashpoint though. So, you know. Uh, that, yeah, we at least we'll just take a step back. I'll give credit to Snyder for that. For once his his his, his um who who had the the beans, uh, Jack. His Jack in the Beanstalk attempt paid off
4: on this one. Well, you know something else too. Uh, this is going to be uber nerdy, but um, well, it's one thing for you to mention Flashpoint and messing around. We see that what's happening now with with uh, a revisiting of Flashpoint with Batman and, and Flash and the Watchmen mythology, and we're seeing uh, Bruce Wayne actually having a conversation with. Thomas Wayne as both being Batman right so uh, I don't know of any time in Wonder Woman's mythology where we have not seen a Steve Trevor and even in TV we saw Lyle Wagner you know uh, of um, uh, Carol Burnett fame Lyle Wagner where he during the World War II Version of the TV series he was uh Steve Trevor, and then doesn't he play like himself but like his grandson when he when it's like uh in the 1970s later on Lyle Wagner s- still plays like her consort except in the in the forties he was he was the like you know his grandson the, the grandfather so when we see chris Pine. In a in like a second or third film for
6: uh, for Wonder Woman,
4: will we see Steve Trevor always in the mythology. How, how do they get him out? How do they not have him involved in some way? Even though this was World War One, this even this wasn't even World War Two.
3: <coughs> hey, so
1: wait a minute! They they shot they killed uh, what's the reporter's name? Jimmy Olsen in uh, in this good. universe. So
2: I don't wow. think you know. Yes, yeah, he Man, well, yeah, you're right hey, hey, down. F-
5: But face it, face it For the second Wonder Woman film They're going to have to establish A whole new You know A new um, A new supporting cast Because Eddie Candy isn't around <laughs> You go know, like Chris Eddie Candy, Steve Trevor they're, they're gone So what may happen I brought up the Rucker run you may have, like, a Demascara, a, a like, like an embassy or something like that, where they, they set up a new a new dynamic. But they're going to have to because most of the supporting cast, this is not even World War Two, World War One here, you know, they got taken out by Father Time because they ain't gods. They ain't goddesses. The only one that doesn't well, age is Wonder Woman.
4: Yeah, but you know something, M, M, I, you know, in... M- Women, Wonder Woman mythology, uh, she has, I mean, this is going back to the Golden Age Wonder Woman, but she has uh, made requests from the gods to bring back Steve Trevor. This is fantasy. I mean, I, I just happened to look this up. She was so, quote-unquote, horn dog for, for, for having, she needed Steve Trevor. And she made a request, and he, she, they brought him, brought him back to life. Thanks to the uh, Paradise Island. We don't. I mean, I doubt we'll see that in cinema, but you never know. I'm thinking, yep. I'm thinking some relative, just like you have uh, Sharon. Uh, what's her name? Uh, from from Captain America. Sharon uh, Page. Uh, Carter. Page? Sharon Carter, Carter, Carter. But then uh, her well, grand niece is now his paramour, Peggy. or well, Peggy to Sharon. It was Peggy Carter, now it's Sharon Carter. So he's he's with her grand niece or something. oh you know, whatever. Anyway, he's folks, working
6: he's working his
1: right way through the family is what he's doing.
4: Well hard and I'm idea. not mad
1: at him. I'm not mad
4: at him. No, me neither. <laughs> Alright. Alright, folks, uh let's get into a quick two minute group. We'll take a break. I wanna take a I want to talk a little bit more about Wonder Woman. Uh more about we spoke about this before so now we have an Austin, Texas mayor, Steve Atler, who responds rather masterfully toward men who have a problem with the women's-only screening. I had an issue with it, too, only in the sense that it, it, should, not, it should not snowball into something. They've got to be careful of a snowballing effect. And, and actually, I want to I go into what Q said. He, said. he said something very important about how women should be reacting to Wonder Woman. And I think, conversely, how people of color should be reacting when Black Panther comes out. I'm just saying. So anyway, quick groove. We'll be right back. This is King Cole. Quizas. Quizas. We'll be right back. Let's groove.
0: Siempre que te pregunto. Cuando como we quizás, 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 y así pasan los días, y yo, desesperado, y tú, contestando, quizás, 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 es the I see my son low still I'm Los Dias.
4: Legendary singer, also I believe one of the first African Americans to have his own talk show in the 50s, own uh, variety show, Nat King Cole, one of my heroes. Also, as as was his daughter, who unfortunately passed untimely. Uh, we another one that we, we lost. Uh, was it in 17? I think we 16. I think we lost her too. Anyway, uh, Nat King Cole, Kesas Kesas, maybe maybe maybe. Anyway, folks, the Grindhouse 646915. 9620, um, I'm going to allow our stalwart supporter to remain with us, of course. Uh, ba- basically, uh, a friend of the show at this point, certainly. Uh, Q Storm of the mighty podcast, Juice.net podcast with their own right, and also of the Red Shirts fame. Um, all right, uh, just a little bit more about Wonder Woman, and, and then we'll move along. W- what are your impressions? We, we touched on this before, gentlemen with uh, the women's only, I think it was at the at the um, draft house, Alamo draft house. And Alamo draft house, to be fair, they're known for having kind of, their whole thing, their whole mantra, their whole theme deals with uh, specialty films, uh, exploitation films, as well as new films. And they do have specialty nights. I didn't take well to the Women's only thing, only in the sense that this can bank, this can snowball into something else. What's to stop the folks that, that believe in uh, saying panther so lit, which I detest? Panther so lit. These new jacks that just discovered T'Challa to have a black knight. You know, we, we, this can go, this can get absurd. Although, this is one theater. So, it, we, you know, maybe I have to look at it as if, okay, this is just a one time thing. Um, You are selling Wonder Woman to the masses. And I'm just saying, as a male, I was able to appreciate the power of a woman. Now, in some respects, this is what Q kind of went into. I don't know if he feels the same way, but I thought he was kind of leaning in that direction. Yes, uh, he just wants to see a good film. In some ways if you if you're doing a a uh protected class film you know the first latino this the first asian that uh you you do need in my opinion in my opinion you do need to act as if we've been here before and sometimes you get so so much into what the mighty captain says all the time self importance that this is for us f you women rise that you you forget that. Wait a minute. You still need male fanboys to get into Wonder Woman. This is a product for the masses. And also, if you want to 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 gain an understanding, and if you want men to knock off the nonsense, they got to see the film first. They got to see the film. I'm just saying. So I, I don't I don't know if it's if it's if it's safe, if it's wise to have. To kind of get into your own head, when in, again, I think you should act like you've been here before. That's all. That's just my opinion. Okay. Sarah, okay. Can, can I rebuttal all? on that? Sure. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm. used to it by now. Go ahead. All right.
5: Here, here's the rebuttal. Did Alamo Draft House say all of their showings were going to be female only? Every movie house I know has at least six or seven showings of a new film. All right? They made one female specific. All right? A special event. They even put special event. Female only showing. Da, da, da. You have other times there where you could see it. For a guy to sue... Pursue Alamo Drafthouse for doing this makes me think you're not in it for the movie, you're in it for the pub. Okay? We only know one female superhero uh, movie of record before this one, and that was Super, uh, Supergirl in the 80s. Did they ever go back to doing that? Of course not, because Wonder Woman is the second. So this, this was a special occasion. Excuse me, men of the world that are butthurt over this. Again, again, I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, for us, it's just a movie. For them, for my mom, who just went to see it with my sister, for my little cousins, They finally have a female superhero on screen that they could see. I'm sorry, white men of the world that are butthurt over this. I'm sorry, black men of the world that are butthurt over this. It was about damn time. And as I bring black men up, all right, you get so hurt over this when Black Panther comes out. I don't want to hear excuses open and weak. You better get your asses in the damn seats. Listen, we could talk about privilege all we want. We could talk about you have a right to see it. And the draft house had another showing that was just 30 minutes later. They don't talk about that, do they? This dude focused on that. for so 30 minutes. 30 minutes, there was another showing that was available. But they wanted to make this a special female event because this was something they didn't have before. Hey, your ignorance is showing still. Back to you, Afro Nerd.
3: I got a rebuttal. Can I add it? Can I I say something? Of course. All right, so, yeah, you have to be very careful, Dallo, in this type of climate. It's a slippery slope, and I'm going to tell you why. You made some very good points, and I'll say this. Fairness is the illusion of the weak to protect you from the strong to no avail. When you have power, do what you want. There is no fairness here anywhere, and if anyone believes that there is fairness, you're an idiot. Now, imagine, let's switch it now. If we did black only for a black panther, they'd probably burn the theater down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's be honest, man So you gotta be careful when you start going these routes Because everyone's talking inclusion And when you do inclusion, it's imp- that's why it's, it's partly crazy It's a type of insanity Because when you do inclusion, there's no way you can include everybody equally Someone is always getting dissed, man You're always going to get this, man you, include, you say, well, someone can turn around. Why is everybody in here who's included got master's degrees? How, what's wrong with the uneducated people? They can't come? You see, something begins to happen. It's the type of insanity that we have at this given point. So ultimately, at the end of the day, it doesn't work. You just have to be careful with this type of thing. That's all I'm saying. A lot of times you just better off, let me just put the movie up, you know, and just, you know, and solicit women to come to this and the majority of the women, are, the majority of people that come there, it's women, you know? You just have to be careful in this climate. And this climate is crazy. This is a crazy climate at this given time. Everything is a problem. Everything. And most of the time, it's not worth being a problem. Like this right here, you could just let this run. You know, go ahead, women. Go ahead, guy. Guy. It's like when you do your little Avon thing, and it's all over. I don't care about it. <laughs> you understand? Know what I'm saying?
4: I don't care. <laughs> you, know, you, know you just have to be careful You know something else Our friend John John Hutton Threw me a monkey wrench He says If they did an early showing of Black Panther Only for black youths, I'm cool with that <laughs> Now let's be honest He put a caveat in there Like I think If they showed um, Wonder Woman For girls only because you're dealing with impressionable youth, you're dealing with uh, the, the beginning of things. You're dealing with setting setting up an impression. I think. Listen, I can even I can capitulate a little. See, it's different if you say black people, if you say women, but if you say but why,
3: they're still black.
4: Who nah, cares about see,
3: that? What if I'm a white guy? I don't care about that.
4: No, nah, but wait she a minute. When but when you but when you say children, like black youth. That does that does change the narrative a little bit, as opposed to black people, because because you're dealing with adults who shouldn't necessar- who should be who should be already uh, comfortable in their positioning and self-realized. You're not dealing with uh, impressionable minds. So I think when he threw in the monkey wrench, I kind of had to say, mm, I might have to go for that. I don't I don't know if it would have been critiqued as hard because people probably would have understood that. I don't need. As a Generation X slash millenn- I'm not a millennial, but a Generation X uh, or even a millennial man, do you do you need this like a a a young person would need it? I don't know. That, that, that's, you know, I don't know. But again, but
5: but like I said, this is the the main part of what what got me mad about this. The main part when I saw the lawsuit or whatever over it is. Okay, let me see the times. And right there, there's a next showing. (laughs) You could have just went, okay, I got this next showing. I don't got my time. Here we go. All right, no problem. It's one thing if the business was excluding the whole day, nothing but oh oh, and you really want to see it, and they exclude you from it. Okay, you got a point. But they had another showing in a short amount of time, right next. Yeah. You know that that's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. The narrative for me changes if the, the it was like they're totally barred.
1: I deserve good things. I am entitled to my share of happiness. I refuse to beat myself. <laughs> that,
3: so
4: that's correct, cool though. <laughs> a subtle <solid laughs> argument, baby. Hold on, hold on. I got to mention this and I'll bring, I'll bring Q in. Stuart Smalley, who is now your senator, Al Franken, he had this character, kind of a defeat character, where it was daily affirmations, where you, you need to tell yourself how fly you are. Afro does not need to tell himself how fly he is. I need, I, probably from the sound of my voice, I am a bit conceited unto myself. I don't need to tell you about me. I have it internally. But when you have to tell people how fly you are, you don't really believe it. So that's my concern is that some, if there are aspects of the protected class situation that, that reeks of poor self-esteem, and I've got I to gotta shove it down your throat that I have arrived. Now, I've, I've encountered a number of women that do not conduct themselves that way because they know they're fly. They don't need to tell you that. That's, that is what flyness really means. When, you, when a woman sashays, she's fit, fine, intelligent, PhD, master's, BA, BS, whatever, that kind of woman is not going to have to tell you she's fly. But if you don't really believe it, you've got to remind people, I've got to tell you how fly I am. No, sirree. No. So that's, the, that's where you get into you, it. There's a little bit of a danger. And, I, and just respectfully to, to, to Darrell, and I heard what he said, I said, if you listen closely— I'm concerned about a snowball effect. I get it, but let's not get so let's not get twisted, because I can extrapolate this to what happened with President Barack Obama. Black folks, when he became president, were like, "We got him in office." There was a little bit of that going on. A little bit of that sch- sch- coma is that black folks, we did this. Mm, progressive white folks, Latin folks, Asian people, and your black behind did that, but. We failed to acknowledge that. No, we did this on our own. Wonder Woman made, is going to make probably $100 million this weekend. It wasn't just women. So that's what I'm concerned about. Let's, let's, let's tone it down a little bit. Act like you've been here before and make this money and shove women's power in your face in a classy, cool manner because you've done it. You've got it like that. When you remind people, I'm a good person. Come on now. I'm just saying. You know, deep down, you know, deep down what I'm saying. Tell you, he said, you saw um, Chadwick Bozeman in the Civil War War thing. When they were fighting, and he said, hey, I'm Hawkeye. I don't care. (laughs) Please, please knock it off. Go ahead, Q. I
1: I, I just, I cannot believe.
4: Come on, we're talking
1: about We're talking about one showing. One yeah. showing
4: oh, yeah. that was all
1: women. All I women. said
4: snowballing. I said snowballing. Because we, 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 I'm getting Why? a little bit of a sense that some of these women are asking, uh, some of them can take this to the next level like, we don't need men. Uh, this is girl power. I'm like, okay, yeah, but this is a, this, this is a male nerds by Wonder Woman, man. It ain't just women. Be careful. It ain't just Barack Obama. It ain't just black people.
5: All okay, I'm but, do do you but, think, but, wait, wait, do, do you is, think you're Q making it on my tip? One showing. Yes. There was another showing thirty minutes later. What 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 makes you think there's a snowballing in this? Why
1: why are you ascribing that to these women that just so I mean every, any club owner that has a ladies' night. Well, I mean, they're snowballing? I I don't understand. I don't I guess I don't get your point.
4: I understand what? this. I understand this too because I've seen it before. When uh, MIA, when MIA, the artist who I played numerous on numerous occasions on our show, when she was asked to perform at the Afro Punk London, oh, and yeah. uh, when when they were when it was like um, Black Lives Matter, well, what about Black folks? What about the what about the brown, Middle Eastern people? We've seen that before. Forget about Black people. What about what about me? What about the, what about? I see people. I they they go from one thing to it starts to snowball what what about i i i easily said that well what what happens if we have a black a black uh uh thing for 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 uh, black panther um that's what i mean by snowballing we can but do we can do desegregated things we can do it devert you, D-Bert,
1: it, you yeah. I think you're reading – I don't mean to be – this isn't meant to be insulting, and you're a big boy. I think you can take this. You're sounding like the same – all the people I'm hearing on the news talking about on Fox News. Well, she didn't wear stars and stripes. She's she's not American. Yeah, no, she, she's Greek, you idiot. Exactly. <laughs> you, you You sound like someone who's making a mountain – out of a molehill. It was one freaking showing. What is the snowball effect you're talking about? So oh, what if there's a black, so there, the black showing? See, uh, a, a
5: black oh, okay. screening for black? So
1: what?
3: Okay. I'm Here's the, uh, the thing. Here's the thing. Let me interject real quickly. He's, he's not. You're, you're, you're not paying attention to what he's saying. He's, he's talking a about That's what I'm addressing. He's talking about potential. Not, we all understood that it's one showing, and I even blew it off. That would make that perfectly clear he made it public. He's talking about potential. Potential, that's it. But why are we that's going more. to
4: that? <laughs> we well, we're going to that because there's because there's a precedence for it, Q. We saw we saw with uh with um uh what's her face? Uh Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner put out the whole transgender thing, right? Then then um Rachel Dolezal comes along and says, "I'm transracial." Now people right. are going to sit there and say, "Well, you can't do that. That, that. To me, that's arbitrary. As arbitrarily as someone can remove their genitals and become a woman all of a sudden, we have to give credence to a woman who says, I am transracial. But somehow we became, we, we, we made a decision, or some people made a decision that, well, this is true, this is not true. When in reality, really, transracialism might be given equal footing to transgenderism. I'm just saying. I'm looking at uh, how these things have a tendency to start one way, and everybody is looking for self-importance. Catherine has said this. Everyone is looking for self-importance. This is the why shouldn't they? We, we are in a bulk of <laughs> – why, why, why shouldn't
1: I, they? I don't understand.
4: Well, because – okay. Well, because we have 100 different pronouns, Q. We can, I can't call you Mr. anymore. Matter of fact, what? you can – hold on. We can, We can go – we can, we can go to this women-only women thing and say, well, what about trans, transgender people going in there? You're going to have women going to tell you, uh-uh, this is women. They're going to tell you, no, I'm a woman because I've heard that already. I'm telling you we're, we are reaching a balkanized state where, where – how do we know a woman is even a woman now?
5: Debert, look at it like on, this. Hold on,
4: hold on. <laughs> okay. because, because of the times we are living in now. Because of the times of self-importance, because gender is consistently being deconstructed, because there are a hundred different pronouns now that instructors at Harvard have to – you can't just look at a person and clearly say, he is a, he is a sure, a sheer, a him, a he's. There's a hundred different pronouns now. We can go, and I- to, we can go to the, to, we can go to the n- nth level with this thing. That's what I'm telling you. That's where we're at. That's where we're at.
1: Let me let me ask you a question, D. Burt.
4: Go ahead.
1: All of what you said, I hear you. I respect what you're saying. I'm going to ask you a simple question. How does any of that affect your day-to-day life?
4: It it What impact
1: my- does it affect your? Does it affect your paycheck? Does it affect you doing the show? Does it affect the women you make love to? Does it affect the the car you drive? What does it matter to you? That's with most things.
4: <laughs> well yeah well, I mean listen we, 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 I hear what you're saying I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with it But I'm saying for the sake of, 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 of the culture For the sake of society For the sake of how you have to navigate I mean we're not living in a vacuum uh, You have instructors that are, giving, that are giving instructions On how to talk to people Where, where years ago You could just see someone and say hey how you doing How's your day Now you could come across somebody who's going to tell you you can't speak to me that way you don't you don't know it, right. it does it does deal with you interacting with with human beings i get it i get you I get you completely but i don't i i
1: can't draw the line. i can't cross, cross the dots or whatever I can't draw a line between the dots between this one showing which you're saying is going to be snowballing and what you are extrapolating from that, it seems a little far-fetched to me.
3: Well, call, I don't know. Hold, hold on. On. Can I, can we I say got you got more call. calls. He didn't say it would snowball. He says a potentiality. Okay. Why are we getting
5: so worked up over potentiality?
3: Well, well because We're listen. not getting worked up. We're just listen. explaining okay. the Let's situation because, you know, it was a topic. <laughs> and someone went ahead and said they're suing. And it's been passed around the net. So that's the reason. If you look at most of our topics, that's what it comes, turns into. You know? Most of the news that you have today is not really, not, is really non That becomes controversy because people pass it around the net and they talk about right. it. So that's, that's what we're dealing with. That's all. Nothing more. All right. Okay. Right right. There's not a right or wrong with this. There's not a right or wrong with this right here. No, I, I'm with you, Captain. Up. Cap, I'm All with right. you. I'm
1: with, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just saying, I think this is one of those things where we need to just keep it moving. I, you know, agree. Uh, and, 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 I and agree. And d D-Ber did bring up some issues that I think do impact. Like when I go to a restaurant and I have to think about, well, which bathroom am I supposed to use? Okay, mm. yeah, then <laughs> that's something that we need to be like, what's going on in our society? But these women <laughs> sitting in a movie theater enjoying Wonder Woman. I can let them have that without without thinking there's any potential for societal crumbling over that.
4: Well, I, I listen. I, I have to say this, and we're going to go to our, one of our DMV folks. Um, you know, we we saw the author. I can't pronounce her name. She's a lovely woman, uh, very learned. I believe she's Nigerian. And when she talked about when someone asked, she's she is a a, a fem, black feminist novelist, and when someone asked her about the transgender thing, and we, we covered this topic, and she gave a very tight, cogent answer about, well, you know, my lane is the women's lane, and a transgender woman is a trans- transgender woman, the transgender folks said, no, you no no, 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 no. We're women. F you. I'm knocking on the door. Let me in. I'm just saying that to have even something called a women's only thing in this heightened sense of culture, you are opening up, even that, like, even that could be deconstructed. I'm just telling you, as for informational purposes, for for kind of um, setting the light of what's happening around you, I mean, maybe I'm giving you a a warning signal for you to to avoid it, because actually, you're correct, as far as my personal life, I avoid most of this nignoggery, so I'm personally not really affected by it, (laughs) because I'm I'm able to sidestep it. So I'm, so I'm kind of giving you, letting you know that the bridge is out, and I don't want you to fall through the cracks. I don't have to worry about you, Q. But to our listening audience, I'm kind of giving you information as to how people are conducting themselves and how to navigate some of this stuff because it is getting, we are getting into a weird space that even in pop culture, people have their their things. This woman had to respond to, you know, she's talking about women's issues and these women who were formerly men. Are saying no? We know much, We know as much about womanhood as you do. These are the same people are knocking on the door to get into that one one showing of Wonder Woman. It's getting very complicated. It's not as simple as that anymore. It's not that simple. We got transracial black people walking around. Come on now. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and I and I accept, topic, I accept. I accept. Rachel Dolezal as my sister. I saw her feet and it was hands. I'm good. Here you good. go. Here you go. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Send your hate
5: mail to uh, uh, dot at, at yahoo.com.
4: Listen, as fine, as
5: fine, as, as fine as
4: as fine as fine as Gal Godot was in the movie theater, Tanner tan her up a little. Not much, she's already Mediterranean. Feet probably look good. <laughs> my sister. Go ahead. I That's just me.
1: listen. I, I, ah! I just want to. I want to say, if Uatu is watching, please don't judge us on this conversation, <laughs> please.
4: <laughs> That's good. A, that afrocap. That is. Uh, up with that he's got that cocoa butter and the, and the massaging again. Anyway. Seven zero three. And we go left. And we go left. DMV. Seven zero three. What's up? Tell us who you are, where you're calling from.
6: You know who this is by now. Oh my yes. I know. Stuff. Her name <laughs> is Shemada Adichi. She's a Nigerian author Thank who what the went to school in the United States. Thank you. Uh, Does, she
4: I Does she go to Howard my 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 dude?
6: <laughs> Does she no, go to Howard? She went to uh, no, she went to UConn or somewhere like that. Oh, uh, it's too that. bad. Um, before I go into to my usual rant. I just want to say, I, I did seven combat tours overseas. Combat yeah. tours mean you fired on the enemy, and the enemy mm-hmm. fired back.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: I did that because you know, that it gives Americans to do what they want to do. And, it, and it's this thing called the Constitution. And people live how they want to live. You know, so you know sometimes what people want to do people didn't want black people to learn how to read mhm people didn't want black people to live next door to you't Still, still do lebron so um so we can you know i can you know I can check off a lot of things with that, but let's not forget I think sometimes this gets lost on this show the United states is not it's just it's not new york city l a atlanta d c you got, I mean, they rolling back everything. So just don't think what goes on Harvest Campus is going to go on in Louisville, Kentucky. hmm. People's rights are getting stamped on and people getting killed with just being who they are. And a lot of trans people have been murdered just because they're trans. So if we're going to get fast and loose with um, um, some dialogue and some people get hurt by it. Can you deal with the blowback? And I'm going to just say this um, at the end of the day, People want to see images of themselves. Wonder Woman is beyond long overdue. And, you know, I didn't see it. I'll probably see it in three or four weeks. I'm not in a rush to see it. But it's a long overdue American iconic film. And I don't have a problem with that because you know what's going to happen with Black Panther, but it's different. you know, churches or groups are going to buy out theaters. They're not going to say black only. Hopefully. You know. But I, yeah, that's true. I mean, I know some groups already talking about it. We'll see when February comes around. And me and you, Deber, we in groups. We went to schools, churches. I mean, I didn't go. I didn't have a white person in my classroom Until I was in the sixth grade. So you know, being in an all black space is nothing new. And a, a Black Panther gonna be shown in a lot of theaters where there be no only people gonna be in there are black people. And the zip code is probably going to be the only thing with black people. But the thing is, you cannot, that's discrimination. You just can't say, um, you know, black people only screening for Black Black Panther. That's not going to fly. Why not? Because it's discrimination. It's discrimination. Yeah, but it's It's a
4: private
1: entity. They can do whatever they want. No, No, we need this thing to work,
4: man. I want white people in the.
1: Hold on, hold
6: hold on. Hold on. Let Bison talk. Let, let, me buy just, some let me just let me flesh this point out. If they receive any type of government anything, so let's say a, a fight breaks out and they call the police, that's a government entity. And anything that touched, t- touches to local, state, or government entities, if you discriminate knowingly, that's an issue and you can't do it. That's my only thing. I heard differently, but okay. Okay, I mean, look, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not even going to profess to be one. Um, Now, they can frame it in such a way. They can say, like, clubs can say this before, you know, all women before such and such. But they have to tease it, you know, it can only be a specialty thing for a set amount of time. You can't have, you know, ladies' hour for a whole week at a club. That's discriminatory. You have to you have to let it go. So I've been to ladies' nights at the club. Back in the day when I was single, that's how I got a lot of numbers, going to ladies' yep. night at the club.
1: <laughs> that's right. No.
0: Now, old
6: players know about this, you know. So you don't wait till it's a sausage party. You go when, before the sausages arrive. But that's neither here nor there. I don't see the issue. I, I mean, I agree with Deaver. You know, non-issues become issues. It was one showing... Had one chain or one theater And it became something That some people Want to make into a a SJW moment Where one wasn't necessary But I want to see when Black Panther comes out Somebody's going to try it And the law is going to slap them back I think That's just my thing If you do about race I don't know And I'm the most pro African American person you can meet But I think that's not going to fly and actually, Alamo, they did
5: not advertise it. It was this fool. or oh, excuse me. It was one, like, fan that went nuts all over Twitter attacking them. So Alamo went, okay, you're attacking us on it? We're going to make it official now. This is an all-women show. And it you know it was one guy and that's what what escalated now and like I said now this lawyer is jumping in wanting to sue you know he he followed he he ambulance chased this and I'm like the thing that's going to trip you out is there's a showing thirty minutes later it's not just <laughs> one screen is there's a showing thirty minutes later. That would have been all ages, all people. Da da da. da.
6: Where's the problem? Thing, I think right now everything is getting so toxic, and it's creeping into almost all fandoms. I mean, we saw what happened in Phoenix Comic Con, and you know, I'm just kind of worried that this sort of thing is going to grow. And you know, where it's coming from, I'm not going to try to speculate. Um, but I mean, it, it's worrisome to me. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a movie. It's fiction. Yep. I don't know why people get all upset over fiction. I, 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 mean? I think,
4: well, you know what, just to say, that, say this, and we'll, you know, we'll move things along. But I said this before, fiction isn't just fiction. Mythology motivates people. You know, we, we would like to think that Superman and Batman and Black Panther, that they're, they're just meaningless IPs. But people do... Do live their lives vicariously through mythology. Mythology is quite motivating. When you see um, Mae Jamison becoming a black female astronaut 20 years or 25 years after Nichelle Nichols portrayed a communications officer on the Star Trek Enterprise, and you see her ended up, ended up uh, Mae Jamison, as a guest appearance on Star Trek The Next Generation, the lineage is there. So we can't just discount. What mythology can do to the human condition? When you, right. see, a, when you see a white female, uh, one thing I did say, did see, see, say to myself, looking at Wonder Woman, is like, this shows, this, this is a, is a metaphor for I can do anything, and we've seen uh-huh. white mythology portray I can do anything forever ad infinitum, for black people. Uh, in a comic book, and I've been taught about this for, for years now, that – that um, uh, what was the name of that, that storyline? Um, the EC comic with uh, Judgment the Day. The Astronaut. Ju- the Judgment Day thing. It was yeah. litigated. It was litigated in 1953 Was a banned book showing a black man as an astronaut. I mean, that's how deep these things go. So I, I'm not comfortable in assuming that mythology doesn't mean anything. I get that women uh, should have a movie, but the only thing is, is that uh, it, it has to be disseminated as product to everybody. That comic book I referenced wasn't a comic book for black people. It was a comic book really for for, for everyone, including white people. When I, when I when when all of us go to our black comic book festivals, they're going to be the blurred con. We got Jamie, Jamie Broadnax's thing. We have uh, uh, Daryl last week was at Xbox. We understand that, these, that we need these things, but the door is still open for other ethnicities to also imbibe. When you close the door on men who need to see a women's empowerment movie, even if it's for a moment in time, it can, be, it can snowball. It can be a problem. Let's not get it twisted. Let's, let's keep it in perspective. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Just look out. Be careful. That's really what I'm saying. Be careful.
6: Be careful of
4: what?
6: <laughs> here we go. go. I'm not going back to this. <laughs> no, no, I said, I, I, no, no. I, no I'm, not, I'm, I'm being real here, but I know you want to move on, so I'm going to defer.
4: I said the snowball effect. Be careful of the snowball effect. Keep it in perspective. Yes, it's one theater, but let's not have a women's-only movement for movie going, then what would happen? So they might say that's their right, too. Then, the, because Wonder Woman Wonder Woman has to work, man. Wonder Woman has to compete with Superman, uh, Captain America, and all the other stuff. That's what that really boils down to. So you're going to need male male green money. That's so yeah, what I'm saying. They
1: didn't. They didn't borrow men from every showing, dude. That's what we're saying.
4: I understand. Can,
6: do you, anybody know well, what snowball means? Can we move on now?
4: Because this is a circle argument. <laughs>
6: it's a circle argument, man. Hey, 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 man. Q, these, these, hey, Q, this is how New York City dudes act, man. So, you know, so I lived there for 10 man, years.
1: I know what's up. Ooh.
6: There they, we go. When they, when they get back up against the wall, man, they start grasping for anything. So Yeah, because, just, because
4: <laughs> there's, no, there's no such thing as ultimate big <laughs> in South Philly or in D.C. Anyway. And the oh, place. there we go.
6: I've
4: been in both EG places since y'all laws, like
6: <laughs> Oh, so we oh no. We can talk since so y'all, you know, you know, New York lost hip hop. But anyway, let, let's go to anyway. the York <laughs> <laughs> right, Anyway, i right, get, get the,
5: the train way. back on the rails, please? Get, know, get the train back way. on the rails. All right,
4: okay. Uh, wherever Claire is, uh, she's in the stratosphere somewhere. We'll see her next week, probably. Let's talk about this thing uh, quickly. It's still pop culture. Uh, it's probably going to be heated for let's say five minutes, and then we'll move along. Maybe we'll go into it more deeply for Wednesday show. But I want to get into it while it's hot. Uh, Jason Whitlock's comments about LeBron James and his his vandalism at his $20 million, twenty million dollar compound. Uh, let's go to well, you know, Captain. Do you think I should play a clip first? Play a clip. Go ahead. All right. Jason Whitlock. Who I will confess, he's listen. I liked Jason Whitlock, let's say ten years ago when he was on the Cosby train. I'm not even on the Cosby train anymore. He messed it up. Okay, he's a conductor that went into a brick wall. I'm only half with Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock makes sense on occasion, but I think this time, uh, you know, I don't. I don't go into calling people, um. Coons when By their opinion I go more by their actions So he's entitled to his opinion And I think a lot of what he's Saying as far as this particular Case bears Merit so Let's go to this let's go to Jason Whitlock Himself and see what he says Hold on want to bring on now uh, Jason Whitlock my friend the host of Speak for yourself
5: (laughs) Very rarely Whitlock's a very busy man. Very rarely does he text me, Christine, uh-huh. and say, "Do you like? would you like me on the show? And of course I would like you on the show. I have encouraged your participation with this show. Much like <laughs> Steph, I welcome other stars eagerly. <laughs>
4: that means you have something to say, Jason. I do
2: have something to say.
5: So let's start with uh, your re- initial reaction when you saw the racial slurs had been written on LeBron's L.A. home not far from here.
2: You know, I, I think it's a disrespectful inconvenience for LeBron James. Uh I, I think that this is where I struggle with LeBron James. He has fallen into the far left trap of there's value in embracing your victimhood. And so LeBron I, I watched his press conference. I saw it yesterday, saw it again today. And uh he his comments analogizing any part of this to emmett teal is preposterous now it it, it inform our audience of that emmett teal was a 14 year old boy from chicago who went to visit his uncle in the 1950s in money mississippi money mississippi is probably the dumbest name ever to call that city money it should have been called No Money, Mississippi. Very poor, depressed area, about three, 400 people, uh, a one industry town, poor people lived there. Emmett Till uh, had an interaction with a white woman and was brutally murdered by her husband and her husband's half-brother. Brutally murdered, 14-year-old boy, allegedly because he may have whistled at the woman but we come to find out later he did not. Brutally murdered. It's one of the most tragic historic events in African-American history. There's no analogy between that and what happened to LeBron James. He allegedly had the N-word spray-painted on his $20 million Brentwood home. He wasn't there. His family wasn't there. He heard about it. He's on... Stage are oh, my family safe. safe. From what? Spray paint? They're in Cleveland. Uh, again, I, I don't want... Racism is an issue in America. It is primarily an issue for the poor. It's not LeBron James's issue. LeBron James, whether he likes it or not, or whether people close to him are telling him or not, he has removed himself from the damages and the ravages of real racism. He may have an occasional disrespectful interaction with someone, a disrespectful uh, inconvenience. But again, you talk about, the people that murdered Emmett Till got off, an all-white jury let them off. There was no real investigation. The whole town was against him. LeBron's $20 million Brentwood home gets vandalized and I see two or three police cars trying to get to the bottom of it. LeBron's staff, I'm sure, cleaned up the spray paint within hours. This ain't Emmett Till. And we need to quit. And LeBron needs to quit embracing his victimhood because he's not a victim. And it's a terrible message for black people that, oh, my God, it's so – and again,
0: it is discouraging,
5: though. It is Don't don't
2: listen. It's inconvenient. It's disrespectful. I I don't Colin. I'm I'm 50 years old. I'm grown. I've I get when I was a young person. Some people called me a bad name, the N word, whatever. It hurt my feelings. But stop me from rising. Hell no. Stop LeBron James. And, you know, LeBron's comment about uh, no matter how rich you are, no matter how famous you are, it's tough being black in America. That is a lie. It's not tough being Oprah Winfrey. It's not tough being LeBron James. It's not tough being Jason Whitlock. When I leave,
4: all right. You get the point. Let's open up the lines. Let's try, let's try not to make it so emotional. Uh, we'll see how we'll see how that works. We'll see how it works. All right, uh, Daryl, what are your thoughts about this?
5: He's right and he's wrong. Mm. It, it, it's, it's a simple fact. But you can't tell me that rich black athletes, all right, rich black athletes aren't subject to this. And I brought up the perfect example on Twitter. Tell me where Colin Kaepernick is working right now. Nowhere, right? But I see Josh Cowan got signed. <laughs> you know, he, he, he hasn't done, he's been in the league far longer than Kaepernick, but he, he hasn't done squat that Kaepernick has. And then I get to see the New York Giants uh, owner, Mr. Mara, supposedly enlightened go, well, my fan base said that, that, that they'd be vehemently opposed to having him on here. But you had no problems having a wife feeder on there. Gee, I wonder why you don't want Kaepernick on this team. All right? With LeBron, yes, he's rich. Yes, it becomes a little inconvenient. All right? But don't say it's just a poor person problem. It's it's a class thing. Racism is a class thing. All right, tell that to Serena after Wimbledon. Tell that to Beyonce, the comments that that people were making about her performing while pregnant. I'm sorry. Racism is a part of everything. Sure, if you're rich, it'll be like, okay, okay, I was inconvenienced. I got money to put it back. But you know what? Rich doesn't cover personality and rich doesn't cover freaking uh, people's emotions. If you're a black man and you see that word spray painted on your house, there is no brushing it aside. Thank you. But but as, as I say that, there are guys within our community who still don't get that using that word is not good. You know, it's a double-edged sword. Like I said, Willock's right because Bill Brown's rich. He can't play the victim card, but that richness doesn't go inside. Inside, he's a black man, a black man who had the N-word spray painted on his house. Guess what? I see the N-word spray painted on my house. If I'm rich, I got video camera surveillance. If I'm rich and I got video camera surveillance and I get the ca- the, 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 the license plate number off of that, I ain't calling the cops. Yeah. I'm using my own resources to go to that person's house, knock on their door, wow. and go, go, mm, hello, I'm Daryl Benjamin. You spray paint my house. Smile for the camera. Oh, you didn't? That's not your car right there? I caught you on the screen. So, what do you want to say to my face now, mother? No said. Back to you, Afro
4: nerd. All right. Cap, any thoughts?
3: Well, I I think, you know, Mr. Whitlock had some very strong points. Need to take uh, Emmett Till out of the situation. There's no comparison. You know, so LeBron probably didn't place his words correctly. You know, a lot of times that's what celebrities do from time to time. You have to be very careful with that. There's no comparison. I can talk about certain things that happened in my life, and I just walked walked away. You know, I've been called derogatory names to my face when I was younger. Not now. None of that happens now. You know, I've been nearly ran off the road, nearly murdered in a situation. And I never thought it was like an Emmett Till situation at the given time, As you know, when I was like 14 or what have you. I said, oh. And my boys ain't get me They <laughs> kept it moving. But again I have tough skin. You know, so I don't think LeBron really placed his words correctly. You know, and maybe he was going with a little bit of the victim thing, you know, from that standpoint. But, you know, seeing that spoiled across your home and everything, it may it may hit you in your gut, it may hit you in your stomach, you know, it may hit you in your heart a bit. But I would have to say it's not the same thing, and it's just not at the same level. You don't don't make the comparison with Emmett Till. Leave that alone. Talk about the situation, Mister LeBron. This is a suggestion, and you move on and just place your words a lot better. That's all. Back to you, Laugh-O-Lert.
4: Uh Q. How do you opine on this?
1: Well, to me, Jason Whitlock was had some arguable but maybe legitimate points about the Emmett Till comparison. However, who is he or anyone else to judge how LeBron responds to that word being spray-painted on his property? There's that. I, I, like I say, he he may have made some some legitimate points about the comparison not, not being favorable, but I'm not going to judge a man who had that done to his home. Now, here's the problem I have. How are you going to, uh, what level of, of wealth do you have to have before you are subject to racism? My wife is a vice president at J. P. Morgan Chase. I have my own business. We do pretty good. Can, uh, can, can I say that I can be a victim of racism? It, that is of the most ridiculous argument I've ever heard. Now, here's the thing when little Wayne, who is, I'm assuming, a multimillionaire,
4: when, you brought it up. Thank you. when
1: he was confronted with uh you know, uh, how do you deal with racism? Ah, oh, racism—that's not an issue for me. Racism—I don't know nothing about no racism. There's no racism. I'm paraphrasing, of course. So that was his attitude. He got—he got, he got uh, eviscerated for that. Mm-hmm. So here's LeBron James saying, "Who's a multimillionaire? I am a victim of racism." And Jason Whitlock is saying, "No, you're just inconvenienced. You can't have it both ways, people." That argument. Completely discredits everything Jason Whitlock said prior to me, in my opinion. So that's I mean I mean he lost me when he got to that point. He swerved out of his lane. He was going 100 miles per hour and he swerved into the slow lane.
3: So, that's my take. She is open to opinion. You see, <laughs> that's
4: where we are. Wait,
3: back to you after that.
4: All right. Uh, I think our friend from from the DMV still on. What are your opinions on this, Bison?
6: Wow, thank you, man. I thought Captain Kirk just took that New York City comment to heart and just forgot I was here. But uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <are> you talking <laughs> about,
4: man? <laughs> Self-important. Go ahead. D.C.
6: You're you funny, man. <laughs> D.C. Howard Grass.
4: Self-important. Go ahead. I, I, I know.
6: Um, <laughs> I, I, I basically want to kind of basically dovetail what Q, Q Storm said. Uh, I know me and you, Debra, we kind of went back and forth. On Twitter sometimes that's not the best Platform to do it on What I was trying to say was They were comparing effects And The death of Emmett Till Had an effect Because the mother opened The casket and that's the first Time that a lynching victim's Body was shown In a mainstream paper Then Jet Magazine I think LeBron wanted, he said, this was an effect to show that even me, and I don't, you know, we can, you know, that that's into that celebrity worship I'm not into, but it even affects people like myself, and you can just list off, um, you know, all the Negro celebrities that are active right now. Is it equal? No. But you still have a lot of people think that um, racism is something that you know, we make up, but we pull the race card. I'm going to give a little bit about myself on this show. I'm only going to do it once. I volunteer at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., the new one.
0: Mm-hmm. If
6: you don't know, they've been finding nooses inside the rest, in the museum. So we can't say that, oh, this is just, you know. So when you get into comparisons, um, each person has a level of, you um, of indignity, they're willing to take. Today it's a noose. Tomorrow it's the N-word painting. The next day, what's you know what is it? So, I will conclude with that. Um, yeah, it was just a word painted on a multimillionaire's front gate, but we don't know the trauma it could cause, because Emmett Till's mutilated body caused a lot of trauma when the pictures were shown. A lot of places And we can say whatever we want But if you're the victim Of this said behavior You don't know what the um, reaction Would be, especially with our young people And I'll stop there
4: Alright, let me give you my piece And I'll try to be very uh, quick about it I'm pretty sure that our friend Houston is aware Of a filmmaking technique called False Perspective and uh, especially when it comes down to 19... Uh, 19- force, force perspective, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. 1932s, or was it 31s, King Kong utilized a lot of the older pictures. When they wanted something to look bigger, you know, right. you would use a camera trick uh, to make something look... You could photograph something from a distance, and it makes it seem like it's 40 feet tall. That's the, the beauty and wonderment of, uh, and magic of filmmaking, and I think aspects of this can roll into what happened with LeBron James. I'm not discounting someone vandalizing a property, but I'm also aware that I'm, I'm coming across a lot of effery where we can't even be so sure these are white kids that did this or white people. You don't know because we don't even know if these nooses are, are white people because on occasion – you come across Nig nogs that do this for whatever reason. Uh, when, with, with a rash of anti-Semitic vandalisms uh, that went, a, went, a, went on for the last couple of months, I'm assuming it's some neo-Nazi. No, it's some black dude. And we just quietly don't talk about that. So I'm at the point where you might not be able to say anything. You really can't say much of anything because suppose a Nig nog is disclosed to have done it to, to, to LeBron James. Then what do you do? Is he so grievously harmed then? You don't know. You no, know, the knee jerk thing is yes, this might be a white person or a, a, a white uh, a, a separatist or white nationalist organization. Probably, probably doesn't mean it is. This is the times that we're living in. Um, I think that what Jason Whitlock was saying bears some merit. Not in totality, I can't say they're just across the board, because nothing is absolute. You just can't say across the board, oh, because you have a lot of money, that, that can kind of absol- uh, absolve racial animus. I mean, that's just not the case. Uh, when when Darrell brought up when Darryl brought up um, Kaepernick, Tommy Lauren came out and said, well, and you saw a lot of white uh, uh, Unevolved white people would say things like Well uh, he makes a lot of money Why does he do this Like wait a minute Just because he makes a lot of money Just because he has a, a big salary he can't, he can't talk about racism I think it's a little different Than, than talking about A racial, uh, racial uh, animus And, and being the, the actual Victim of it He is within his rights To talk about anything he wants to talk about In my opinion, as far as as far as Kaepernick, Kaepernick reacted to what was being put out there in the media, a rash of black men being killed by the police. We can deconstruct some of that. We've done it on the show. But on the surface, he's reacted to what the media is putting out there. I didn't like the fact that you had so many white folks weighing in on that, saying, how dare you? You make a lot of money. What? Okay, that's just you. That's white dignity for you. No one is absolved from that. But he does make a point that a mutilated child from sixty years ago is a little different than you being inconvenienced with with the, the, the expletive on your uh, on your garage door or your front gate or whatever. Of a home of one of a number of mansions that you own across the country. I mean, you know, we do have to put it into a type of perspective. So uh, it's difficult And then, and then I've mentioned this to, to In our exche- my exchange with And I'll close out on this I've mentioned this with my exchanges With a number of people on Twitter Black people In the aggregate Have a sick schizophrenia With the word We have a sick schizophrenia With the word Even with Bill Maher Calling himself an, a, a house nigger I want as many white people who, are, who may or may not be un, un, unevolved to call themselves niggas. Yes. Take the weight from me. Please. But we have, if, we have evol, if we have evolved to the point where white people say, I'm a nigger too, I applaud you. Thank you. Now, I, I, I have never been one, but I give you full... Full discretion. Uh, My friend John Hutton just said we have the right to (laughs) self-identify. So some white people want to identify themselves as niggers this time. Thank you. I am Galactus. I have risen above all this. I don't know what you're talking about, but if you want to be a nigger for the end of all time, have at it. Didn't work out for me? Might work out for you. That's what I'm saying. But you have black people who are angry that white people are actually becoming niggers now. Really? They're going in. White pe- black people are so in love with the word now. The, get, it's like, uh, what is that, That the, 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 the larfleys, uh, Darryl? Mine, 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 mine. It's my <laughs> word, not yours. Knock it off. Black people, come on. Anybody can who
5: we... wants the word, they can take the word. You but you it. call me the word, you'll find my fist in your face doesn't matter if you're a man. doesn't matter if you're a woman. Young, old, screw that. I give you one warning. You will not use that word towards me. You use that word towards me, we're going to have a problem.
4: I mean, that that's the part. We're going to close out here, but I, I'm confused. Why are, why are black folks mad at, at Bill Maher for calling himself a – he didn't say – he didn't call someone else a house nigger. He didn't say I – mean, he put it like, I am the house nigger. So am I supposed to be mad? I'm like, okay, that's good for you. Like, well, how I, but Black was upset. <laughs> I, mean, why, why, I mean, I can't get them to understand that you, gotta, you have to be able to, to, to follow through logistically, mathematically, cogitatively. You can't – it doesn't make any sense. There is a logical way of looking at this thing uh when Madonna hold on when, when Madonna and a few other white quote unquote down white people let's be honest, some of these people are quote unquote down white people when they call themselves that word am I supposed to be angry as long as you don't call me one I'm good
6: Well, go ahead hey one of hey, my go misses, ahead, um, Q. two quick things this is bison um to the New Yorkers, I hear when you guys ride the a subway, that's all you hear from everybody.
4: Yeah, and
6: I listened to some. I was listening to some new R and B releases today, not hip hop R and B releases. Yeah, um, and that's all you
4: hear. Every third you know, word, I mean, there's
6: just songs. I mean, that's. That, I mean, if if you would print it out, <laughs> I mean, you you shouldn't even use any other word. It's literally just my end, my end, my end and my n, and it's it's just to a point. When I talk to younger people about this, they literally just shrug their shoulders. So do we just walk? I mean, I'm from a generation. like I'm like, Daryl, you know, you want to use the word? All right, then take this ass whooping. But the younger generation seem not to care. And then they get bent. Like you said, they get bent out of shape when someone else says it. But then, you know, a lot of our popular culture... I mean, that was that was this sort of, like, in-house thing. That's so long gone now. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you see young people, Asians, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, everybody says it. And hey. I don't know what's – but if you use derogatory words to them, they ready to fight. So I'll stop there. Well, well, well one quick thing. One quick thing, go I
4: got to mention this. Uh, I I had to look it up to make sure. So I remember the story, but I looked it up again just for verification. Oprah had mentioned one time that she made a visit to Africa upon uh, her, her exiting her plane, greeted by Africans. African, this is the motherland now. Welcome, my niggas. This is to a billionaires. Okay? So we, we this, 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 this sickness, even with it. Uh. Hold on. My insanity, my insanity comes because. Even even with the LeBron James thing, are you really that angry about this? Because your locker room, people, your locker room, your friend Jay-Z became a millionaire for that word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's Jigger. Jigger, my what? Now, so, you know, you, you're playing with fire, and every once in a while when you play with fire, you're going to get burned. I told the story. When 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 uh, Dmx at his at the height of his powers had a song called My Niggas. I'm in a car with my friend, who we well, incidentally we called him inward Mitch. That's a, that's an in-house thing. Anyway, <laughs> see how this works? See how this works? Well, I'm in the car with my with my inward friend Mitch, in-house. White women, girls in a car with the windows down are in orgasmic. My nigga heaven. Their hero is on the radio. They're singing the songs to my nigga. And they, didn't, they looked to the left in the next car. The ro- windows rolled up. They got real scared. And like, in my, in my all, all nerd regalia, I was, first I was offended that they was scared I was going to say something. I said, you bought the record. You bought the CD. Have at it. But no one wants to admit that some uh, black radio executives – black producers uh they they play a they play a hand your hands are not clean you have dirty hands in this game and it starts to bleed over into credibility even when a superstar has it scribbled on his 20 million dollar mansion not you're not really that hurt you're not not really and now we you've got you've gotten so comfortable with it that white people are, white people are calling themselves nigger and you're still angry you need some medication, my brother. <laughs> you need some medication. I, 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 I hear you. I hear your argument. I agree with 99% Deconstructed. of it. He just fucked it. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I I hear your argument. I agree with 99% of it. The 1% I don't agree with is you ascribing this use of that word with LeBron James. I've never heard him use the word. No, uh, he I'm talking about,
4: his... about that his experience – not, that, not about him personally using it. What I'm saying is, is that our schizophrenia bleeds into legitimate cases of racism. See, in the 1950s, in the 1960s, even in the early 1970s, it really was so in-house that you didn't have pop culture making millions, if not billions, with the word. Okay? So we're in a different place now. We're fighting with millennials in Generation Y and Generation Z because they will tell you in the same sentence that nigger is different than nigger and that it's a different word. but It doesn't mean the same thing, but if you're white, you still can't use it. But you just said it's different. So that's where the schizophrenia begins. I'm out of this. I I just want – I leave it to (laughs) the Bill Mars who are house niggers. And I'll leave it to everybody else who's comfortable. Daryl and me are on the other side of the train. We are blurs. We're not with that.
5: Hey, I'll just, I'll just say it like this. Captain, captain, again, Captain was right. He warned people out there. He warned young black men and women uh, four years ago. He warned them three years ago. He kept on saying, you constantly use the word, and people are going to get comfortable. And people are going to get comfortable, and people are going to get comfortable. And when they get comfortable using it, you know, our our cries of being offended of it, they carry less weight.
4: Yes. Bill Maher's going to keep his job, by the way. He's going to keep his job. You're not that hurt. You're not that hurt because you, you you have songs with this word. Listen, in, in, in the 1800s, if you look at the list of minstrel songs, the list of minstrel songs, the actual titles of the minstrel songs, something, I think one song is called uh, A Nigger Has No Country. Something to that effect. A Nigger Has No Country or something. Something, something vile like that. I'm pretty sure you can go to two, uh, 1997 and, and look, pick out any rap album and find a similar title. In the, in the 1800s, white people made money off of minstrel songs with the, with the term nigger in the title. Now, in true minstrel fashion, just as Bert Williams, who is black, put on blackface, and he mimicked white people mimicking him, now we're doing the same thing with rap music with these same minstrel titles from 200 years ago. This is hey, schizophrenia. Yeah.
5: But that's where Bison has a great point. You know, hey, back in the day, uh, we'd be hypocrites to say the word was never used. Yes, the word was used.
4: In-house. But but
5: they're using it to such a degree now, instead of deeper lyrics, uh, it's like a fallback. Where uh, Literally, if I were to clean edit some songs by, by my brothers and sisters out there, I'd be hearing... Beep, 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 my beep, 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 hey, beep, 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 what? Beep, 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 yell, beep, beep. Well, so that was
3: no. hot. That was <laughs>
5: hot, man. Let's
3: <laughs> put that I out. I blame, <laughs> you just need
5: the right I beat, beat on
0: the meat me that. Me me that's
3: a hit, I blame New York hip hop. Hey, Derm, I mean No, no. That's a
4: dirty wow. stop. <laughs> that's <laughs> a dirty stop. I blame the Southern that, country. No, country. Oh, everybody. Here we go.
6: Hey, so everybody. Hey, anyway, hey, 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 Steve, Steve, Can ahead. I say something real quick? Ahead, this sir. is the 50th anniversary of the um, gathering in Cleveland of the African American um, athletes. Uh, the movement name is Casey right now, but it had all the top black athletes of the day: Jabbar, your hero Jim Brown, etc. You always said, "Why can't the modern day black athletes make a stand on something?" Now what Le- LeBron said is that equal? Of course not. But I don't see black athletes now standing for anything. Yeah, that's true too. So for that, LeBron has to be commended. Well, but, you, you know, know we c- can we can we can argue on semantics, and he probably that was overblown. But at least he said something, and a lot of them aren't saying anything. Well,
4: and and we're we gonna we're gonna move things forward because it's more of a Wednesday good. discussion.
6: But I gotta say this though.
4: Also, which kind of goes back to uh, legitimacy to Jason Woodlock's point, is that some of these, these athletes do have acted so far removed from conventional black folks that it, leads, it does lead credence to what he's talking about. Just, the, just what you just said, that many of these, these, these high, quote-unquote, sedentary black athletes, they don't care about common black folk or even these, these, these uh, hip-hop artists that consistently Doyle I'm part of the toil in, 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 in coonish behavior, and they could care less about how this affects the masses. As long as they, they're making their money and, and, and jewelry and gold and, and, and women in tow and men in tow with some of these clowns, that's going on too, it's all good. So it, 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 they're, not, they're not really, the money does seem to mask some of the, the foibles that the common black person of color and black pe- person has to deal with. It does because of how they act and what based on what Bison just said. They're not really with you. They're not. Can
1: you know we, what? You know what, DJ? The next a thing you know, break. I was just gonna say, the next thing you know, someone's gonna try to be selling our kids $495 sneakers. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, here <laughs> we go. It's can
3: crazy.
1: we make a musical break now? Can we make a
3: musical break
4: after that? Yeah. Yeah. God forbid yeah. we try to we try that, to do what Gucci does. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Gucci, you. Gucci or coach. Anyway. Thank uh, you. All right, let's go to a quick groove, take a break. Take a break. When we get back, uh, let's talk a little bit about this whole notion of the Spider-Verse, more on this thing. Um, a, a female, now women Women are running the world. We're seeing not only are there, they're talking about a, a silver and black film, but that might dovetail into an entire female Spider-Verse franchise. I kid you not. Anyway, folks, it's, it's the grindhouse uh, Let's go to Classic funk Stevie Wonder I wish we'd we'll be right back Two minutes, folks Man, that song brings back memories. Once again, Steve Lynn Morris, a.k.a. Stevie Wonder. I wish, I wish. Classic groove. And I wish we see a scene of, of Black Panther where T'Challa goes back to get an advanced degree. He goes to Hampton's campus, ha- Hampton's campus to get, I don't know, his third or fourth degree in physics. And as the Wakandan motorcade arrives on my campus, that music is in the background. I'm just saying, I know my friend Bison would, would, would prefer that it goes, that that scene would take place at the actor's alma mater. But I'm just saying, the song is called I Wish. That's what I would want to see. If I saw that or some funkadelic background, as he hits the American shores, getting his advanced degree from Hampton, that would be A Oscar worthy scene. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyway, folks, you know what time it is. This is the Grindhouse. Uh, Let's move forward. Feel free to buzz on in. 646 915 9620. Again, 646 915 9620. All right, listen, you know, in the wake of what appears to be a victory for the Wonder Woman WBDC film. Uh, it's eighty-six million now. You have Saturdays receipts. You have Sundays receipts. It could top a hundred million for the week. We might. It might. Anyway, it looks like it's going to do its thing. Now, last week we spoke about this silver and black film, where it's Silver Sable and Black Cat. I don't know what that's going to be like. I, I, if it I, there's no doesn't appear to be any connection to this new deal with Spider-Man and Marvel for the MCU? I don't know. But now we're hearing potentially that this movie might actually dovetail into some kind of women-centric Spider-Man movie. Um, Darryl, I'm going to go back to you again. Did you hear about this? And what are your thoughts? I mean, all these, maybe Silk, I don't know. There's, there's a number of female uh, characters in the Spider-Man universe that still may not have any interaction with Spider-Man for Sony. Your thoughts? And that's my problem. The same problem I
5: had with the Venom movie. (laughs) You're using Spider-Man characters, but we're not going to have Spider-Man be a part of it. Excuse me. You guys all saw what happened with Catwoman, right? When you divorced her from Batman... You saw what happened with that, right? You saw how off the rails that went, and some of these guys championing this are the same ones that 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 killed Catwoman for that. But I'll tell you that would be the major problem with it, all right? See, here here, here is the problem. And, and, it, and it's a vicious circle type thing. When you tie these characters with, with one main character for so long and you're going to make the movie, there is no way then you could come out and say, we're going to divorce the main character that you've tied these characters to and say they could hold it on. Because most people identify these characters through the main character. You know, Silver Sable. Marvel, what have you done with Silver Sable in the last five years? Except get her killed. At least with Black Cat, she's a crime boss now. She, 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 she. she I mean, she's she's making her own level. All right, Venom. At least with Venom, they 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 sent him in space with the the Guardians of the Galaxy. They oh oh we did this over here where we've made him now power military. Oh oh and, and you did all that growth just now to return Eddie Brock to the suit, to put him back to uh, Phase Zero. You know, so we're gonna do a movie. A Spider-Man movie. It's going to be a Spider-Verse movie, but we're not going to include Spider-Man. Yeah, all right. Sony, what up, bro? You need help? Seriously, you need help? Now, if you're going to just do an origin film with them, okay. But the problem is their origins are tied to Spider-Man too. How are you going to do it and have the characters be recognizable? <laughs> you know, they. you, you, you got to think about these things. You want to make a movie with them? Fine. You want them to be centered in it? Fine. But then you tell me, we're not going to mention Spider-Man at all or we won't have any Spider-Man tropes. Good luck with that. Just Good <laughs> luck with that. Back to you, Afro-Nerd. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that good, let me... Now.
4: Let me give give some specifics here. This is courtesy of ComicBookMovie.com. It says, according to Splash Report, Sony is planning an Avengers-style ensemble movie that would feature only the women of the studio's burgeoning Spider-Man universe. In addition to Black Cat and Silver Sable, the team would consist of Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman, Charlotte Witter, Stunner, Sarah Erick, Jackpot, and Casey St. Commons, Dusk. Uh, though the source has had some good info in the past, we'll have to take this as a rumor for now, but be sure to n- let us know what you think of the concept in the usual place. Okay, now, a Spider-Woman uh, – well, I-, I don't know if we even covered that. I, I have uh, – I've always loved that character, and Jessica Drew has uh, changed over the years where she was kind of this this tortured – uh, child of parents that were uh, scientists slash, uh, who were they? They were uh, Hydra agents. Is that correct, Daryl? Yep. So you know, there's, there's always there was always kind of a tragic aspect to the early iteration of Spider Woman. Over the over the past couple, let's say ten years, uh, she was a Shield agent. She's become more self deprecating. Uh, they just closed out her run recently. I love that series. So uh, she's coming to her own personality. She's never really, she's always kind of sort of been in the shadow of Spider-Man, even though her power set is a bit different. But now she is. I would love to see some kind of Spider Woman, some kind of Spider Woman um, uh, film. I would love to see a She-Hulk, and even get away from the She part of it, just a Hulk with female Hulk version. Um, but again, there's got to be something. Substantive to hold these characters together. Without a Hulk for She-Hulk, without a Spider-Man for for, for Spider-Woman, I don't know how, I don't know how any of this stuff is going to work. This is just pure, unadulterated greed. I, I, they could have done I Web Warriors.
5: A idea. They could have done Web Warriors. But the problem with that is you're dealing with alternative Spider-Men. You still can't get away from Spider-Man, all right? What this is, you're doing greed, I do it petulant children, all right? Sony is acting like a petulant child. Parents out there, know, all right? You see a a kid doing a wrong thing. You correct the kid, and after the kid does it correctly, after, after you step in, they still don't want to give you credit. You know, this is what Sony is. They can't – Sony can't stand the, the, the good praise that Spider-Man got, the, the, so, the Marvel take on him in Civil War and the first couple of trailers of Homecoming. Sony can't stand that they needed Marvel in there to bail their asses out. No, we we got a good handle of the characters. We'll we'll show you. We'll we'll put out Spider Woman without Spider Man. By the way, if if they went that route, it would be it, it's historically correct. Because in the beginning, Spider Man knew nothing about Spider Woman. She was a hero on her own right. She was not connected. So that would make sense. But you're using Black Cat and Silver Sable, and then you're going to tell me you're going to put Dusk in and Spider-Woman and Jackpot. How are these girls all connected? Hello, Peter Parker Spider-Man? The only person you didn't include in that is Silk. Idiotas.
4: <laughs> Back to you, Apple
5: <laughs> nerd. You know
4: what? You know what I'm. You know what I'm really beginning to think. I, I just had. Um, you know, we spoke about this a few weeks ago, and now it's kind of disappeared. But you remember when there was talk about Apple buying Disney for like two hundred yeah. plus two hundred plus billion dollars? We're in a, a zeitgeist. We're in a bailiwick, These ten dollar words. We're in a place now where they, they, these mergers, people with really long. Pockets, they might buy up all of this crap. Kevin Feige has been hints of Kevin Feige moving toward a more unified Marvel universe. This could all become irrelevant if all this stuff is gobbled up under one umbrella the way we want it. Anyway, this I would have no complaints if this, if this is all under a Marvel thing. I think we're just kind of going through the motions right now because if if Marvel if the Marvel juggernaut continues to be what it is where the, even even tertiary characters are billion-dollar properties. You know, uh, DC had a good day yesterday. Okay? They had a good day. Thor's going to do its thing. Spider-Man's going to do its thing. Black Panther better do its thing. Uh, we might see all this stuff just gobbled up, Fantastic Four included. What if, Where's Fantastic Four going? I just found out. I should have known this. Fantastic Four, Darryl, you know this, I think. Uh, it 's not, it's not technically really even owned by Fox. I think a smaller film company, Constantin, Constantine Constantin Films, actually owns, and they 're like on their way out, like they 're having financial problems, or they, or they may want to even go into a different type of business. So Marvel even has an inroad to getting, getting FF because I think um, Fox produces the films or they distribute it, but they don't really own FF. It's this Constant, Constantine Constantin thing, Constantine films. Hey, I'm not going to say
5: anything out loud because I don't want to jinx it. I just want, I want him back home. The, the, the fact we had Guardians of the Galaxy, and, and, and that do the damn thing, with, uh, and half of that film were characters that came through the Fantastic Four books. <laughs> yeah. tells you something, right?
4: I think it you know? does.
5: And honestly, the the Guardians of the Galaxy, Ego, that's great. That's beautiful. We got Ego. That, that was awesome. I'm craving that Galactus fight. We got a good Silver Surfer. Hell, if you look at it, Silver Surfer was not the bad thing about that movie. I'm still craving a Galactus fight. I want Galactus to land in the middle of Manhattan. I wanna see Unified Hero response. Henry Richards think his way out of this.
6: And you want scrolls and you want Namor? And you want hey, more nullifier. Hey well, I,
5: hey, I'm still waiting for Thanos and in the Infinity Gauntlet. I mean this universe is too crowded. We can lose half of it.
6: <laughs> hey, hey Deber, Um I mean, we still, we still telling Spidey's origin story for the third reboot. Agreed. Um, now this I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna have to come down hard on this. I'm, look, I'm not a big Spidey fan, but I, I recognize his place in, 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 in the comic book universe. I just don't, I think that this is just way too much. I mean, I'm not even sure if a Venom film would do well, much less the rest of these characters. I can, I can, I, if they go the Netflix route, maybe, but hey, um, Marvel made Doctor Strange work, so anything's yeah. possible. But, but this is this is this is stretching for me. This is where I might have to sit on the sidelines and my arms crossed and say, "Prove it to me," because I just think that's Silver Sable. Come on, man, that's 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 like watching Heroes of Tomorrow. You know? well, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, I agree. But, but uh, Bison, I agree. Bison, don't underestimate
5: the power if they put Tom Hardy in that Venom suit. You will have females all around you just going, we got to see this movie. Mind you, they don't like Spider-Man, and they'll be saying, I'm going to see
4: Tom Hardy. No, but you know something? Well, Tom Hardy's good. <laughs> but but, but let's, we, 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 we got to think about this also. With, with all these, these kind of below tertiary characters, and let's be honest, that's what they are. Uh, Marvel seems to be the only one that really is able to make, pull out those characters with people that make them interesting. Marvel makes those, those lower-level characters. If, who heard of the Guardians? Hell, you might get another iteration of the Guardians with Sylvester Stallone in, in, in that mix. And that movie will probably do its thing because Marvel has established a brand. Sony has not. So I still believe that Kevin Feige has, was very coy in the last couple of weeks about all of this stuff kind of working itself out. I think it's going to be so much long money if Marvel keeps on knocking, keeps on batting 100, 1,000, this is going to be moot. Because this is a waste of time, the way Sony's do, going about it. Who cares? If, but if Marvel doesn't, I care.
5: And, and uh, with, with Sony here, again, it's the WB problem, okay? You release this news out, but there's no payoff. Remember, we were supposed to get a couple of Gwen Stacy movies. We were supposed to get uh, Spider Gwen. We were supposed right. to get. That's why when this news came out, I rolled my eyes. I went, ah, there we go. They're W being it.
4: Let, let's let's turn things even, around. They
6: can't even keep good titles of the comics. What's <laughs> <laughs> <Plus, let's>, left <laughs> movie? I mean, can Spider Woman get to issue number 50?
4: I know. <laughs> I like that. I actually was buying Spider Woman, and the Fantastic Four isn't even it right now for the moment. Uh, what is it? Isn't Ben Grimm an agent of Shield now, more or less? Uh, where's Ben at? Uh, he's, he's, yeah, he's infamous,
5: more or less. He's, an, he's, he's with Shield. Doom. Yeah, and John and Johnny's still with the Inhumans, I believe. No, That's he's true. with the uh, the Avengers Unity Squad.
4: Okay. On and that note, folks
5: that uh, that we just said all of that, yeah, that's how convoluted Marvel Comics has gotten.
4: That that that's a protest until until FF comes home, then you automatically you see a FF book. Meanwhile, let's move things along. We got about less than ten minutes. Um, Animaniacs coming back into the fold potentially. Now I I was listen, I was an adult when Animani- 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 Animaniacs came out, but. Um, Kinky in the Brain, Freakazoid is what I would be, I would want to see. Dell, is there any, I mean, you know, Spielberg, for, for, for the listening audience, Animani- Animani- Animaniacs was a 90s cartoon, uh, pretty popular, but I'm curious as to, uh, uh, what about the the other other characters or other cartoons that were connected to the Animaniacs? Are, are no. we just, are we soon that Freakazoid and... Pinky in the brain would be returning. That's who I would care about.
5: Mm, don't know. N- nothing's been mentioned. Every time, every time I see Animaniacs, I see the the main three characters and the nurse. That's the only pictures I've seen. So we we don't know right now. But it again, it's all up there. And for folks out there who don't understand what Animaniacs was, Animaniacs was if you took Looney Tunes and you mixed it with South Park and and you, you you it it was it was funny for little kids, but us teenagers and adults we looked at the jokes like, oh they got away with that. Holy crap they got away with that. How in the hell did they get away with that? That's part of the appeal of Animaniacs, and like D-Bert mentioned, you know, hey, without Animaniacs, we don't get Prinky in the Brain, and we don't get Freakazoid, because they both spun
3: out from it.
4: Yeah, Freakazoid was Paul Dini's creation, and then wasn't he also, wasn't it kind of an issue with Freakazoid being likened to Madman, a, a comic, another comic book property? Yeah. Daryl?
5: Yeah, and 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 I I I made no bones about it. When Marvel created Slapstick, they stole from Freakazoid. Matter of fact, they didn't just steal from Freakazoid. They had masked men roll up to the to to WB's gates with machine guns and said, "This is the idea we're taking
4: now." Yeah, well, you know, while we're at it, you know, if they're going to be, going to be rebooting things so easily. Can we can we get a Static Shock reboot? I mean, there was talk about a live action. I don't know what happened there. I mean, I don't know if we actually had a full conversation about the Milestone thing. I know you brought it up that one of the Milestone guys, I forgot his name, he threw out there. Well, I think he was even, Electra had been involved in the reboot, then all of a sudden his name was taken off the involvement with Reginald Retro, Hudlin. Uh, I think Dennis, was Dennis Cowan is, was still connected to this thing. Uh, I mean, now... Everything else is going through D.C. except this obvious diversity initiative. This is a 20-year-old diversity initiative. This is the perfect time to bring back a milestone. They had a, this big announcement. I was expecting to have Icon uh, Volume 2 in my hand by now. So what happened?
5: Let, let, me, let, me, let me help you out. I will say it for the last time. If, if you I'm haven't really listened to wrong. me or paid attention to me and any other things and any other rants I've ever had, you better pay attention to this. Milestone is D-O-A. Enough said. It is done. By the way, this Wednesday, Callus Prime Noble 2 comes out. You want true diversity? You want us in the lead roles? Support Joe Illich and support his books because if you're waiting on Marvel and you're waiting on DC to give you these damn handouts, oh, they'll hand you something you're not gonna like
4: it. Back to you, Afro Yeah, speaking of Mister Joe Illich, who's definitely a friend of the show, um, we had a Twitter exchange, and I, you know, he's always has an open door policy. I'm gonna try to get him on next week, and we got to reach back to Dave, David um, uh, Walker, of course. But uh, he wants to definitely come back on to, 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 to remind us of Lion Forge. I think Lion Forge is where it's at right now. Uh, it's unfortunate about Milestone Media because it, it, it has such a history, and it, we're ahead of its time. Now, I would I would love—I've said this so many times—I would love to see Milestone kind of do its image thing. I would want to see these characters matured. I, I would want to see kick-ass, kick-ass art, kick-ass stories, but— uh, I you know, I th- Darryl, I think we kind of knew this. That that's that still that connection to DC still. Like I, when I first heard they were coming out, I thought I thought they were coming out on their own. The fact they were coming out still under a DC umbrella, I even I think I even told you I said, isn't that still a problem? Isn't that really what? Is, I mean, why? Well, you know, there's no way these guys could educate themselves out from DC? If DC's not going to do anything with DC's not to do anything with them, then set us free.
5: Yeah, and the problem with that is the deal they made with McDuffie. You know, when McDuffie's gone, there's no one to mitigate it.
6: So hey, it, Bieber, it fell.
5: It fell under their is, purview.
6: This is a, what a lot of us don't do in estate planning. I think it falls on the the McDuffie estate. And you know, and apparently she's moved on. But I mean, I know you—you're a corporate guy. I know, I know, Captain Kirk is a corporate guy. This is done in business all the time. Yeah. You bow out the competition, you absorb it, or you park it and lay all the employees off. They just bought the name out for peanuts, and you know, that's one—that's one less competitor they have to worry about. That it's business. I don't like it. Daryl don't like it. We all don't like it, but we saw this a mile away.
5: Mm-hmm. And we were screaming about it, and folks were telling us, you guys are getting worked up over nothing. It'll be back. It'll be back. To those folks out there, has it come back?
6: Hey, Debert, you know by this time next year, Cat- Lion Forge, may, that might be it when it comes to characters that look like us because these Marvel titles are getting folded up every yep. week. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I made this complaint before. The, you know, you have the millennials who like the idea of all this stuff, but they're not the ones buying it. They're the ones that, are, that that will crow about it. They'll tweet about it. They'll be on Facebook and Instagram about this stuff, but they're not the ones buying it. They'll be in costume. They'll go to the movies, but you will not see them in the damn store actually buying the books, but they'll make the complaint stuff. That's, that's yeah. another component that we, we don't really... We, we can't tell them. They'll make demands of Black Panther. Let's include the Dora Milaje lesbianism, but they're not buying the book. Not they're not supporting uh, Roxanne Gay or Tanasi Coates. Cause uh, cause uh, uh, the Black Panther and the crew, which I actually thought was going in a good direction, uh, it was canceled before it actually came out. You lost your job while you're on your
6: day off. A okay? Marvel got out They talked about the Verdun Conference. You're not going to see that anymore. The Berdung Conference was a conference in the 50s of non, non-white nations that, that met in the Far East. You're not going to see that in a, a big two book. So I don't want to hear their little Twitter rants and crying big tears and think pieces over Marvel's races or DC's races. They put their products out, and we sat on our hands and stayed at home. Listen, I, I had my problems
4: with ta Coates, but I tweeted to Daryl the minute I saw my hero, Adam Clayton Powell Jr., womanizing and looking like Adam Clayton Powell Jr., I said, oh, okay, I'm in. When do you see that in a comic book? When do you see hmm. that in a comic book? And, it, and as, soon as, as soon as I got what I wanted, it shut down because nobody was buying it except for me and Darryl and Bison. Y'all hey, should buy
6: like that, four or five copies and and, and slap it in the um, common grader. It'll be worth some money in about ten years.
5: That's why, that's why I tell people the future for diversity or inclusion or whatever word you want to use, it is in Marvel, it is in DC. To let's appoint its image. But hey, I'm looking at abstract. I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, Lion Forge, Callus Prime. I'm looking at Rosarium. I'm, I'm looking at 133 Art. I'm looking at Nucleus Comics. I'm looking, I'm looking in other places. My money is being served in other places now. Why? Because they're giving me what I'm looking for now. I don't need the disposable third, fourth, sixth, eighth edition of this overhyped hero that's going to give me a token black man, a token Asian man, a token Latina, and then get rid of them. I'm not going to get worked up over that anymore. You done lost me. It's time to move on to
4: the future. No more, Wednesday. We got another another about – well, I'll give another five minutes. We're in the podcast version. We're no longer broadcasting live. Another five minutes. We'll shut it down. Uh, Quickly, I want to move things to uh, Hiro Murai, uh, Tokyo filmmaker, Tokyo-born filmmaker. We know him from Atlanta. We know him from – Childish Gambino videos, uh, kind of a hot property in California in, in L.A. And he came out recently because his name's been connected to Akira, and obviously you know Akira deals with a a war torn Japan. Uh, again, it'll be very difficult to have a white uh, version of Akira talking about a war torn Japan. And he says even his, his name is connected He might be the guy to do it Now I gotta mention this to Daryl. He's already saying We really can't afford A whitewashed Akira This guy knows He's from Tokyo What's the likelihood of, of Akira Not falling to the same fate As Ghost in the Shell
5: Dear Hero Akai We thank you For your interest in our product but, unfortunately, you're not what we're looking for at the moment. Keep being a fan. Sincerely, Hollywood. There it is. <laughs> They're not interested in making it realistic. They're not interested in making it true to what the what was in the book. They are still sticking with this. Understand. We've gone through now four hot director rumors. All right? Before Hero was Jordan Peele. Before him, they had two other, like young, or I, they tried to get Rick Fujiwa, I believe. You know, they've gone through this. <laughs> uh, now, he's not officially attached to it, but the fact he's the one that has come out and said it's got to be traditional Japan, it's got to be. W-. No, they're already going to eliminate him from the equation.
4: Good wow. luck
5: on this.
4: But you, you, you don't think that would happen. I mean, listen, you, you had uh, one of the most uh, in-demand female actresses, uh, Scarlett Johansson, not do her thing. Okay. Luckily, we're lucky to see Gal Gadot do, do her thing for Wonder Woman. Uh, uh, really, uh, the setup was from ScarJo Scar into Gal Gadot. That wasn't the case. So they still didn't see the writing on the wall that, that that they keep on pushing this and it's really not working. I mean this is a this is another film that was supposed to work, did not work. So I mean I, I hear what you're saying, but I wow, it, it would be incredible <laughs> that they don't take heed to what Hero is saying.
5: When when do they take heed to anything except the bottom line? You know that that's the thing that uh, we hope. We hope movies like Get Out and now Wonder Woman, we hope this is the vanguard of a new line, but Hollywood's going to Hollywood. Just relax. They they know every got it under control. And then when it isn't under control, they'll blame inclusion. Back to you, Efren.
4: All right. On that note, uh, Daryl, as always, man, appreciate you coming through. Uh, The captain has already left. Q Storm, Bison, all the gang, our listeners, we appreciate the support. Uh, Let's go out with a mashup of Blondie and the Doors, Rapture versus Riders, Riders of the Storm. Folks, it's been real. Next week.